114-103, Lakers over the Magic, 36-25 and on the season. We'll uh, keep taking a look at the NBA standings. I know there's other games going on today as well, but uh, things starting to get a little bit tight in the Western Conference. Lakers t- handle the Magic there. Outscore Orlando in the fourth quarter, 35-23. to Solid game from Dennis Schroeder. Solid bench performance from Montrez Harrell. And Anthony Davis looked uh, as close to Anthony Davis as he's been, at, at least in these first three games since he's come back. Uh, as always, you guys know the drill here, 877 877- 710 ESPN. If you want to talk Lakers basketball here on the Pizza at Lakers postgame show, you could also hit me on Twitter at Alan Sliwa, and uh, we'll make sure to obviously get to, get your calls in, get your comments in on this uh, on this Lakers win. Um, very simply put, you know, I, I know I mentioned this to kind of get things started. You're going to look back. We're going to look back at the season when the season's over, and we're probably not going to say, "Remember that win against the Orlando Magic and that flawless basketball that the Lakers played." No, we're not going to say that. But I think that's okay. I think the fact that the Lakers handled business in the fourth quarter, you outscored Orlando 35-23. to Orlando's not a good team. I was telling Michael, you know, we were trying to make some comparisons of teams really not – you have no idea the direction that they're going in. Orlando falls into that category. Granted, they have some season-ending injuries uh, to some young players. Um, but I think if you're the Lakers, you know, we've heard Anthony Davis say this, and I think this is so important. It doesn't really matter – as long as they keep getting their reps in come playoff time. That's kind of what these games are. Uh, From a standings perspective, yes, we can sit there and say, got to stay out of, please stay out of that uh, number seven so you don't have to be in that playing tournament, which, by the way, I don't think they're going to be a part of the playing tournament. Part of that has to do with the Lakers. The other part has to do with the fact that teams like the Portland Trailblazers are playing awful basketball. They've lost five games in a row, so uh, it's not like Portland and Dallas are these unbelievable teams, and Lakers may very well stay in that top five. And and frankly, I think you, you really want to stay in the top five simply because, um, I don't know, you want to play the Clippers in the first round? I'd prefer not to. I'd prefer to take on the Clippers a little bit later down the road. You get Denver in the first round if you stay in that fifth position. But with all that being said, you, you hear Anthony Davis saying, these are just games to get us prepped for the postseason um, we saw LeBron James a little bit earlier today um, on Instagram just uh, put, posting out a video and showing him uh, starting to run a little bit, starting to work out a little bit. Now, I will say that Coach Vogel did say that um, he's still out indefinitely and they get updates every day, but King James on his Instagram post, coming soon to a city near you, I'm really, 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 really real. Uh, but he's just running uh, baseline to baseline and, um, you know, he... he no, these aren't sprints, and no, we have no idea when LeBron's coming back, but that's obviously a good sign for the Lakers. So um, individually, from some of these individual performances, I, I think the one other thing that stuck out to me was you had players kind of lock in there towards the end, and I've talked about this. Dennis Schroeder and Montrez Harrell, the two players that walking into the season were so key for the Lakers, um, had really nice games tonight. Montrez, good to see him get those minutes. Didn't play in the last game. Montrez, 23 minutes. I think uh, it's becoming more and more apparent that you can't have a game where Montrez Harrell's playing less than 20 minutes. And Montrez got to bring the same energy that he had tonight, like he played an entire month of March, where that has not been the case so far in April. Um, quick thank you to Coors Seltzer. Rocky Mountain Refreshment now in a hard seltzer. And check this out. Every 12-pack purchased refreshes our rivers with 500 gallons of water. Now that's refreshing. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company brewed in Fort Worth, Texas. Details at CoorsSeltzer.com. We appreciate their partnership. Let's take a couple quick calls here. Let's start out with uh, Joe in the Inland Empire. Joe, what's going on? 
What's up, Alan, my man? How you doing? I'm uh, I'm happy we uh, we pretty much we we just handled business today. It was, a, it was just business as usual. We it was a must win. Uh, I'm happy, AD. He looked a lot more comfortable just running wise and just staying on his feet. And uh, I want to say Montrez Harrell, he needed that one game off because today he he had a lot of his energy back. He was uh, on the boards. He had more bursts, and he needed that one game off. Like, I know we lost that game, but I was happy he got that one game off. So um, I'm not sure who we got next, but we got to win that one too. So let's go. Appreciate you calling in, man. We got Washington next, and I know Washington was playing the Wizards. I'll, I'll look to see – or I'm – playing the Wizards, playing the Spurs. Um, I will look to see if they uh, won that game, but they had an eight-game winning streak coming into uh, tonight, so Washington playing some good basketball. Let me stick on Montrez Harrell for a quick second. Um, Montrez Harrell is one of my favorite guys to watch in basketball, period, because it's pure energy, it's adrenaline, it's adding a component that um, you know some players just don't have, and I, I think, frankly, you know, for the Lakers, he's such a key component, d- doing exactly what he does. So I, I stick with that because Montrez looked like Montrez tonight. I mean, there's been a lot of games. I tweeted during the game, welcome back, Montrez. I don't know how many games it's been in a row where we are accustomed to Montrez Harrell. When he comes into the game, you feel his energy. You feel his impact. He's grabbing a couple offensive charges or on the defensive side. Um, getting a couple dunks and and yelling and one in some cases getting a technical foul yeah that that's the Montrez that we're accustomed to you felt that tonight uh, that's such a key piece of the Lakers coming off the bench now when LeBron James is back and you got Kuzma coming off the bench as well and those rotations we we kind of have a better idea what the rotations are going to look like um, that's a you know a key important factor but Montrez was uh, fantastic tonight let me uh, squeeze in one more quick call here Ken in Newport Beach Ken thank you for calling in what's going on Ken. Hey, hi, Alan. Uh, happy worries, but great fourth quarter, great third quarter. I have one issue with some of the rotations that Frank does. Mm-hmm. When a guy is hot, he pulls him. When a guy is not, he leaves him in. I'll give you an example. The other day, McLemore was five for six. He took him he out. was hotter than anything. <laughs> right. Yeah. And he pulled him out, left him out for 14 minutes, and then he was cold. And the same, and the opposite, Morris, another 0 for 4 from 3, mm-hmm. 1 for 6 from the field. His last seven games, he's shooting 16% from 3. Mm-hmm. Don't play him 20 minutes. He's not playing good. Play him 10. You can leave a couple of these starters in there longer. And you see what happens when they get their starters in, as opposed to, you know, their bench right now, without Kuzma, you got one really good player, and that's Trez. So, you got to go with your hot players when they're hot, and when your team player is not hot, don't play in the same amount of minutes. What's your thoughts? Ken, appreciate you calling in. Um, it's so funny you say that because there's a theme in the NBA. I, I don't know what the theme is here. Michael and John always talk about it. Sometimes coaches will literally they'll make a move to hurt their team by taking out the hot player. The, the player with the hot hand, we see it all the time. It happens literally all the time. Sometimes against the Lakers, you'll see a player go start off the game 6 of 7, and then he's sitting on the – then they're going to their regular rotations and taking him out. Michael always says, hey, when a player's feeling it, when they're hot, they're not tired. They want the ball. They, this, they got more energy and adrenaline than they're ever going to have. So ride that out as long as you can. 
sometimes it sticks too much to the script. I don't disagree with that. I think on the um, I think on the you know the front about uh, Montrez Harrell and trying to get him some more minutes. You, you got to have he's got to be 20, 20 minutes plus. It just has to happen that way, and I think it will. To be honest with you, I, I don't think we're. I think these next eleven games before we get to the playoffs, we're going to have a good idea of what the rotation is, and, and we'll take it from there. All right, uh, more of your phone calls when we come back. Eight seven 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 ten ESPN plus Lakers head coach Frank Vogel. Thank you for being a part of the uh, Pizza Lakers post game show on seven ten ESPN. Drummond tried to put it back, couldn't get there. Wendell Carter beat him to it. Now here's Carter on a rim run, got it in front of the rim and can't score. Anthony Davis blocked it. The defensive play of the game is brought to you by Adriana's Insurance. Win and save on your auto insurance, and only Adriana's Insurance can guarantee it. Give you more options, unique offers, and exclusive opportunities to get the coverage you need at the best price. Visit savewithadrianas.com today. Adriana's Insurance. More options, no contracts, just savings. Lakers on the defensive side, by the way. Uh, in the second half, they give up 47 points total. That's the type of defense we need from the Lakers. By the way, only gave up 16 points in the first quarter. 40 in that second quarter. So it just kind of shows you that one bad quarter that the Lakers had. And against a bad team, that's not going to obviously eventually beat you. Um, Eight steals for the Lakers, five block shots for the Lakers. Uh, Before we go to Lakers head coach Frank Vogel, I'll throw out the phone number. If you guys want to be a part of the show, we'll go to coach, and then we'll take some phone calls after that. 877-710-ESPN. Here's Lakers head coach Frank Vogel. What have you seen in that second quarter uh, that turned around eventually in the second half? Yeah, we think we just took our foot off the gas, got off to a got up to a big lead against a team that has been struggling, and um, you know I felt like our guys got complacent. Uh, both sides of the ball, we stopped defending. They, they made ten of their first eleven shots, and we were putting put them to the line. So, um, you know that can't happen. Uh, we're fortunate enough to dodge a bullet and get the game back under control. But um, you know, aside from that second quarter, we played a played a, a heck of a basketball game. So pleased to get the the, the W. Uh, not sure your thoughts on the single game plus minus, but Shooter was a plus 23 tonight. It seemed like he was impacting both sides of the floor, especially in that fourth quarter. What did you make of his play tonight, Frank? Yeah, he's he's really growing, you know, with uh, particularly with his, his floor general um, mentality and running the team, you know, um, 10 assists, two turnovers, 20, I think 21 points, um, seemed in control and comfortable in the, in the pick and roll game and um, getting everybody involved. And, you know, obviously he's, uh, he's an elite defender too. So, um, you know, great performance by Dennis tonight. Your thoughts on AD in his third game back? Yeah, finally got him shooting over 50%, you know. Uh, it's good to see him knock down some shots. You know, we knew it was going to take a little time for, uh, you know, uh, to him to work through the – for him to rust, uh, work through the rust. And um, we saw that the first two games. Um, got going early in the, in the low post with some one-on-one plays and, you know, knocked down some, some threes and some long jumpers late. Um, you know, big part of the W. Kyle. Hey, Frank. Um, Trez has not been the player he was in March and April. Um, and I know that has something to do with his minutes, but but production-wise, what do you think helped him get back to the kind of guy that you were seeing earlier in the season? Yeah, I think we found him uh, better with, uh, you know, delivering him the ball and positions to score, you know, um, you know, a lot of those situations you're talking about where he, he didn't have big nights, um, you know, teams will do things to take take uh, him out of the game, you know, with uh, whether it's not helping as much on the pick and roll game or uh, double team in the low post. Um, you know, we weren't seeing either of those situations tonight and we were able to get the ball in scoring position. So, um, you know, I don't feel like his production dipped, even if his numbers dipped 
you know, because when he's drawing that kind of attention, it's open up things for, for other guys. So, um, but we did a good job getting in the ball and scoring position tonight. Dave. Frank, you mentioned Dennis growing in terms of his uh, court general mentality. Do you feel like that was accelerated by the injuries to your two main guys? And uh, from there, how does he continue to have that um, when LeBron returns? Because we know that LeBron is a high usage player and, and commands such a presence on the court himself. That's why we, we feel like it's going to be a silver lining. You know, I do think it's, it was accelerated. Um, you know, not that Dennis hadn't done it in the past, but he hadn't done it with this group, this system, this coaching staff, this, this set of teammates. And, um, you know, having, having Bron out, you know, there's a lot of silver linings. That's definitely one of them to see him grow. And, you know, obviously when Bron uh, takes, takes the reins back, um, you know, you're going to have Dennis as, as an attacking scorer, you know, and, and um, comfortable in that situation as well. And then Bron goes to the bench and you know, Dennis is back in the comfort zone of what the way he's grown over the last uh, whatever month or six weeks, whatever it's been. So, uh, you know, definitely uh, a positive. And, um, you know, hopefully when it all comes together, we're going to come together at the right time. Dan? Frank, as things were kind of coming apart in the second quarter, you could – the cameras caught guys looking at each other, giving up layups, dunks. I mean, uncontested looks. Um, what does it say about a group that – they were able to kind of write that ship. And, and, and as you guys try to rebuild on court chemistry, are these experiences um, extra valuable? For sure. You know, and, and everything's about, you know, staying connected, staying together. There's always going to be ups and downs in, in games. And, um, you know, certainly we had some coverage breakdowns. You got AD and, and, um, and drum haven't, haven't played with each other much. Uh, they're going to get, they're going to have some nights where their, their situations are getting used to. Um, you know, and there's some other guys that had some breakdowns as well. So, uh, you know, it's just part of the game. Our group uh, has the mindset to, you know, to build chemistry every time we're on the floor um, and to stay connected and work through that stuff, you know, with a, with a positive attitude. And, um, you know, that's what I loved about our group. That's what halftime was about. Um, let's not panic. Okay, let's just get back to what we, what we do, tighten the screws, and um, we're able to have a great second half. We've got time for two more. Brian Kamininski. Hey, Frank, um, the, regarding that, that chemistry question, you know, obviously LeBron and AD being out, but you, you guys have missed a lot of games just period with people. What can get lost, whether it's on the floor between players, what you guys are able to do as a coaching staff when you're not able to have that kind of consistent lineup continuity? What are the things that you are, like go missing, so to speak? Well, it's just it's just repetitions with one another. You know, uh, the more you're out there together, um, the more you're you're facing different attacks and different schemes uh, every night, um, you know, when everybody's out there together consistently, uh, you're able to work through those things. And when they're not, you're not able to. <laughs> so, um, you know, you just have to kind of piece it together. And there's there's going to be some things that, uh, you know, there's more more unfamiliarity uh, right. when the lineups are changing this much. And you just got to play through that stuff. Does it limit you in any way and what you're able to do? Well, yeah. I mean, I, I think when – you don't have the continuity. Um, there's more possessions like you saw tonight, more stretches like we saw in the second quarter, uh, where unfamiliarity, uh, you know, leads to some breakdowns that you have to work through. So, you know, it's more of a challenge, but nothing that every coach in the league doesn't go through, and you know, uh, a challenge that we embrace. Thank you. Last question, Jordan Richard. Can you hear me? I can now. Yes. Okay. Sorry about that, coach. That's all right. <laughs> Um, yeah, I wanted to talk to you about the pace of the game today. Um, it seems like you guys pushed the tempo, scored a lot of transition threes. 
it seemed like Dennis really pushed the pace. Was that something that you guys talked about or something that Dennis just went off the field? Big point of emphasis uh, to start this trip, honestly. You know, we're just looking at we hadn't had some any any great running games, um, you know, in our, our, our previous homestand. And uh, we wanted to get back to, you know, generating more offense before the defense is set. You know, getting the ball out of the net, getting it to Dennis and wings flying. So we have guys to advance it up the floor to. And um, we had some great possessions in the two Dallas games. Uh, got even better with it tonight. And um, it was definitely an area that we could, we felt like we could exploit uh, the Magic, who have a whole new team, right? They, they have more unfamiliarity than anybody. And, you know, it's tough. It's, it's toughest to work through that stuff. Um, in transition defense. So we definitely wanted to run more tonight than usual. All right, that's uh, Lakers head coach Frank Vogel right there. Um, if you're on hold, I know we got a few people on hold. Your phone call's coming up next, plus Montrez Harrell. Appreciate you guys being a part of the show. Pizza Out Lakers postgame show on 710 ESPN. All season long is sponsored by Vista Paint. Right now, local residents can take 40% off on factory direct high quality Vista Paint products. A Vista, Paint, a Vista Paint team member will show you how locally owned, manufactured, and operated since 1956, Vista Paint. Lakers points in the paint tonight. Um, this was uh, one of Michael's keys. See if you can win that points in the paint battle, 56-40. to 40. So Lakers outscored the uh, Orlando Magic by 16 on that front. Let's, uh, let's take a couple quick calls here before we go to Montrez Harrell. Austin in L.A. Austin, what's going on? Hey, first time caller. Thank you for having me. Appreciate you calling. Um, I really wanted to touch points on um, Derek Shooter. Mm-hmm. Um, in my opinion and my assessment over the course of this this year, I think that this is at the point where Derek is really stepping into that leadership role. I think he's done a really good job of uh, leading our team. And today I was really, really impressed with his performance because I think now he's really owning that leadership role with the other guys and glue guys and teammates, especially while LeBron is out. So I think that he will be the key piece to returning us back to the title this year just by being that leader on and off the court. I think he's really stepping into that role. Appreciate you calling in. Thank you. Thank you, Austin. Um, Okay, first of all, Dennis, not Derek, Dennis Schroeder. Um, That's number one. Number two, I agree with you that there is – he's kind of been put in this position where – whether he thought this was going to be his role or he didn't, LeBron and Anthony Davis have missed significant time this year. And Dennis Schroeder has been one of the few players been there the entire time. I know during the COVID-19 protocols, he missed some, uh, I think, four games in a row. But Dennis Schroeder, and this, it's him and Montrez that I kind of highlighted in tonight, even though AD, 8 of 15, even though Anthony Davis, I talked about his 18 points. There were some, some really good things we could talk about with AD. But Montrez coming off the bench, Dennis Schroeder doing not just what he did tonight. This is what this is what Dennis Schroeder's been doing for a while now. Um, he's obviously been a key point. So I, I agree with you, Austin, that he could be a, a real game changer come playoff time. He's going to need to be. Him and Montrez and Kuz has got to play his role and Drummond's got to be fantastic. By the way, Drummond, I don't even think I even mentioned him so far. 13 points, 11 rebounds, two block shots. That's kind of Andre Drummond. That's what he's going to give you every night. Uh, Montrez Harrell on the Lakers, 114-103 win over the Orlando Magic. Hey, Trez, just uh, wanted to get your mindset about turning things around after that second quarter uh, for the team, what you guys were able to do differently to pull away in the second half. Um, we were able to come up and stop, man. Um, I think that's what it came down to. Um, I think we got to the early lead. Um, we kind of got uh, lackadaisical and, you know, careless with the ball and, uh, you know, our effort and energy kind of just went away. Um, we came out to a um, nice lead and uh, they fought and we knew this team was going to keep competing. Um, you know, they're a strappy team, um, even though they 
had a lot of trades and a lot of guys, you know, changing from their team. Um, you know, they're still a fighting team and a team that's going to compete all the way to the end. Um, and they gave us their best shot tonight. You've said pretty consistently all season that you're just going to do what the coaching staff asks you. Uh, Frank had told us he talked to you about last game, getting marked some run. Now you're back in and, and you get uh, the minutes tonight and play well. Uh, how how does that affect your mindset, Trez? And, and how did you how did that impact the way you played tonight, if at all? Um, I mean, I'm a competitor. I always went out there on the floor, um, especially, um, you know, like a game, uh, the last game we had. Um, and, you know, it's just one of those things that you have to learn to deal with, man. But I've been in this position before, man. Uh, I came in this league and played behind, uh, you know, two centers in Dwight and then they in Houston. So, um, and I've been around veteran guys who, you know, taught me how to take this game as a pro. Um, you know, I had great veterans throughout this league and Trevor Reason and guys like Will, man. So, um, um, it's about being a pro, man. It's about doing the things uh, what the team needs and, and what the coach is asking you to do at that point in time. Um, that's all I did. Um, I, I still continue to do my extra work off the court as I normally do um, just because at the end of the day, um, I'm a worker. Uh, it's how I've been able to get into this game and stay in it. I'm just going to keep doing all the little things, um, you know, behind closed doors I always do. Dave? Trez, you guys are still waiting on LeBron, obviously, to get – whole but the big man rotation now you guys are all healthy what do you guys bring as a group um and, and how is that a strength for this team um it's a complete diverse uh group of guys um that do um a little different you know from each other in every aspect um you know Dre is a, a dominant force down low um on defense end and offensive um in in the middle for us uh ad is more of a guy who can you know do both with handling the ball and the way that he shoots it um, from mid-range and perimeter. Um, Mark is a guy who can extend it out to the three-point line and pick a pop situation, um, but also roll and play make for us. And, you know, me, I, I just try to do all the little, you know, injury things, uh, extra plays. And uh, when guys find me on rolls and just around the basket, I just try to do my job of finishing for him and converting. Um, same thing with Keith. I feel like he's one of those guys with uh, uh, that AD type, type role, you know, guy that rolls, post up, um, you know, playing that short-range area, but also um, extending to the three, so. That's a complete diverse uh, group of guys um, that gives you a lot of things differently when it comes to, you know, getting on the floor. Well, hey, Trez. Uh, last year in the playoffs, uh, Frank, you did a lot of different things with the big man rotation. There were series where neither Dwight or JaVale played. There were series that JaVale didn't play. Dwight did. Mark Keefe came on big. Uh, it was kind of, it just, it just changed series to series and some guys had to take a seat. Um, is your, is your sense going into these playoffs that it could be the same thing where there might be a series that you aren't in the rotation and maybe a, ser a series where you are? And how, how do you feel about that if that's the case? i uh, be honest with you, Bill. I don't know what they did last year or how their rotations went in or out of the rotation and the guys they had. But um, all those guys you just named, I'm, I'm none of them. Um, I'm Montrez. Uh, I play Montrez's game, and I do what Coach asks Montrez to do towards the team. Um, like I said, something I've been doing all year playing uh, as hard as I can, doing all the little things that I can for the team to win and just, you know, coming to work um, every day. Uh, like I said, coach needs me to sit at night or, you know, anything like that, man. I've done it, as you can see, but that's, that's not up to me. I don't have no control of that. You know? I'm just going to focus on the things that I can't control. And I, I've known that, you know, I'm at my best when I do, I do those things because, you know, if I sit here and start racking my brain on the things I can't control, the things I don't know or what's going to happen, then I'm going to stress myself out and it's not going to be any good for, you know, nobody. So. Dan? Trez, kind of big picture about this team this year. I mean, you guys have had so many guys 
in and out of the lineup, um, you know, with injuries, with other stuff. Uh, has it been frustrating that this group hasn't fully been able to come together on the court for any real stretch of time? And I guess are nights like tonight when, you know, things go really badly for a stretch like they did in the second quarter and you guys are able to work out of it. Can that be valuable for a team that's trying to build cohesion and chemistry? Um, I, just, I feel like every game, you know, that we play and the injuries that we have is, is valuable and it's a learning process. Um, as far as, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, as far as, um, you know, the not having somebody or, um, you know, the way that the season has went with injuries, Everybody's dealt with that, man. We, we, you see around the league, you know, still to this day, guys are having major injuries and, you know, going out left and right. Um, it's just one of those things that we have to deal with this year. Um, we're not the only ones that's going through it. It's multiple teams in the league that's going through it. So I think these games are doing a lot for everybody, man, um, around the league. It's just learning and teaching everybody how to play just through a lot of different, um, adversity, um, no matter what it's COVID injuries, um, you know, rotation, you know, it's a lot of different things that's coming with this season. Um, and I definitely think uh, last year was definitely one of the special um, seasons as far as, you know, going to the bubble and them completing the season. But uh, this is definitely going to be um, one for the books right here, man. Uh, it's the first time guys are, you know, out traveling and we're going to city city with COVID and, you know, playing different protocols and stuff like that. So, um, like I said, last year was definitely one for the books, but this is going to be one for the books as well, man, um, with guys doing, going through injuries and all the different um, ups and downs that every team had to go through this year. Kyle? Picturez, um, in that third quarter, um, you seem to be getting pretty frustrated that, that you felt like you were playing through contact and, and shooting through contact. Then you kind of had that moment where you got the you got the and one, you flexed a little bit. I was sort of wondering what was sort of the emotional buildup for you during that stretch, and do, did you get a sense that the emotion of you getting that and one affected the team in any way? Um. Honestly, I definitely think it did affect the team because the guys definitely rallied around that and um, it brought a sense of energy um, that I felt we needed in that uh, point of time as far as, you know, me. Um, it's nothing no different than I do in any other game. And I play with a lot of energy and a lot of passion because um, every day I get to wake up and, um, you know, put my shoes on and be blessed to play the game of basketball uh, to take care of my family and my little ones. So uh, I'm going to play with the same injury, the same passion in every game. I'm out there um, just leaving all on the floor, like I said, doing the little things and um, all the, you know, small things that show up for our team to win and help our team win, really. All right, that's uh, Montrez Hale right there. Lakers take uh, take care of the Orlando Magic, 114-103. Uh, we'll do a couple things when we come back. We'll get a chance here from Anthony Davis, plus we'll start previewing the Lakers and the Wizards. Wizards did lose eight. So Wizards had won eight games in a row and then lost in overtime 146-143 to against the San Antonio Spurs. So that was a great matchup. But Washington actually playing some pretty good basketball. All that coming up next. Appreciate you guys tuning in. Pizza at Lakers postgame show on 710 ESPN. 114-103, Lakers over the Magic, 36-25 and on the season. So next matchup for the Lakers, let me plug a couple things here before we get to Anthony Davis. Um, next game for the Lakers will be this Wednesday. So another early one of these starts. So tip-off is going to actually be at 4.30, and uh, pregame show will start at 3 o'clock. So it's kind of an interesting game. You look at the Wizards, and I'm sure there's Laker fans looking at the schedule and say, ah, this is a walk in the park. Washington's 27-34. and They've won 10 of their last 12 games. So they had an eight-game winning streak coming into this game tonight against the uh, San Antonio Spurs. They lost in overtime to San Antonio, 146-143. to So anytime you have Russell Westbrook, anytime you have Bradley Beal, 
um, it could be a tough game. And, you know, I'm, I'm sitting here looking at it, and isn't this just amazing? Russell Westbrook still averaging a triple-double this year. Tonight he had 22 points, 14 assists, and 13 rebounds. He's still averaging a triple-double, and we got 10-11 games left to go for the season. Bradley Beal dropped 45 for Washington tonight. So um, just something to keep in mind that this game coming up on uh, on Wednesday against the Washington Wizards will not be a walk in the park for the Lakers. Wizards playing some better, um, certainly playing some better basketball than they were earlier off in the season. Um, one other thing to plug, Travis and Sliwa show coming up at 7.30. So stick with us all the way till 9 o'clock tonight. Anthony Davis on the Lakers, 11-point win over the Orlando Magic. Here's AD. AD, um, you talked a little bit about kind of the challenge of finding on-court chemistry after the last game, can blowing a lead like this and then having to figure it out on the fly, are these the kinds of things that, that can build that back up? And, and what did you see on that front kind of from the group and staying together um, in this game? Yeah, second quarter was, was terrible um, on both ends of the floor. Um, you know, we're still trying to, you know, figure things out. But like you said, to be able to <clears throat> blow that lead and then, you know, still able to win this game, Still able to figure it out on the fly, um, you know, in-game adjustments and everything like that. Uh, it's a good sign, you know. We we, we still, um, you know, competing uh, both ends of the floor. You know, this team uh, made some tough shots. Um, you know, it's always you know tough to win in this league, but um, especially when we're trying to build our chemistry, you know, so it kind of puts us behind the eight ball even more. But you know, we're still figuring it out, and the good thing about it, you know, we're able to get a win. Uh, while doing so, um, but it'll come around. Um, we're going to use these last, I think we have 11 games left now to c- continue to try to figure that chemistry out and um, do it while we're getting win- uh, wins as well. Kyle? Hey, D. Um, seemed like, especially in that second quarter, Orlando was really <coughs> you when you had the ball. You had five turnovers tonight. Um, what sort of your feel in, in getting – um, that feel back for for handling the ball, making moves, and, and when teams bring that pressure on you. Um, just doing that, just handling the ball and, and, and protecting the ball a lot more. Um, you know, obviously that the, we're still trying to figure each other out. So the moves that I'm, I'm you know want to make, um, you know, guys are either cutting or doing things that they usually wouldn't have to do. Um, and so it was like a lot of miscommunication things. Um, and like I say, still trying to find a rhythm. I mean, dribbling the ball, a couple turnovers on that. Um, defense had some poke aways at the ball and uh, ended up going off me last. So it's little things, but they'll come around with rhythm. Um, and I probably won't ever have five turnovers again in a game. But um, like I say, the, the team kind of cover, covered up those mistakes for me. Um, the big play source, and especially Dennis, uh, Trez, and, and Ben coming off the bench and, and bringing that energy for us. So, uh, Kendi played great, Kuz, uh, Drum, everybody. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm still, you know, getting back, getting game rhythm. Um, so, uh, those, those things are going to come around eventually, but um, no matter how long it takes, the turnovers are unacceptable for sure. Yeah. AD, the broadcast cameras caught you sharing a look with Dennis after the game ended when you were kind of dapping up uh, everyone. It was kind of like a look of relief and maybe almost like, you know, wow, we, we escaped with this one. Um, how vital was Dennis tonight and how has his role grown? Uh, you know, Frank likes to talk about several linings. Uh, do you feel like he stepped his 
game up to a different level with this group in the time that you and LeBron were missing? Yeah, he had to. Um, he had to, and uh, it's it, it shown. Um, he made some big shots down the end. I think he scored like eight straight for us. Um, and but at the end of the game, thing was uh, that I finally made a three. So that's what that was about. Uh, and that, that's all that was. Like, thank you, and the fact that we finally got a win. Uh, like I said, we dropped three straight, and we never want to do that. So the you know the fact that I made a three finally, probably like one for eighteen or something like that, and. Um, and then we were able to get a win. We just finally now let's let's get this thing rolling. So um, that's all that was. But he's been playing huge for us um, since I've been back and you know when I was out, um, you know figured it out for us while still keeping us afloat in the mix. Bill, hey AD, uh, staying on Dennis, just what do you expect from him when you guys are whole again and, Le- and LeBron's back? You know how much of this is going to be sustainable for when you guys are fully healthy? Uh, we need him to be the same Dennis. Uh, he's making the right reads. He's making great plays. He's finishing, shooting the ball. Uh, we need him to do the same thing. Um, we don't want him to kind of fall back, uh, you know, when Brown comes back, even though Brown does have the ball a lot, but we still want him to, you know, push the pace and, and get in the paint, attacking, finding seams, finding guys for open shots, um, you know, making those right passes and those right plays. Uh, and that's what we're going to need from him in order for us to win the championship. A couple more back to Dan. Hey, DB, back in Orlando for what I assume was the first time since last year in the bubble. Um, did you think at all about that experience? And I guess what what things did that team have last year that, that you guys most need to recapture um, during this playoff run? Um, I didn't think about it at all. I mean, we made a joke in our little group chat, group text, and, you know, made a little joke about it. But after that, it was – we didn't think about it at all. Uh, well, I didn't, but um, I think it was just that chemistry. I mean, when you're you're stuck in the city um, in a hotel for what a hundred plus days or something like that, you um, you have no nowhere to go, nothing to do but be around your teammates, and so that builds chemistry. And if we were able to do the same thing, our chemistry would be on another level. Um, obviously, the protocols are different, so we can't, you know, uh, do things that we were able to do last year. Um, whether we're at home or on the road. Um, and so guys have families. And so when you're home, you're with your family and, and things like that. So um, the, the, the um, experiences on, on both sides are totally different, but um, you know, we're still finding our chemistry in ways um, that we can while following the, the protocols. And I think uh, we're starting to find that rhythm, find that chemistry. Um, whereas last year, you know, we, we had no choice that we were stuck together for so long. Last question, Harrison Fagan. Hey, D, you guys have a couple back-to-backs down the stretch of this season, and I know you're probably tired of getting asked about your health, but Frank said pregame that the plan is for you to play in both ends of all of those. Are you feeling healthy enough to be able to do that, and is that something that you want to do, like health permitting? Um, Harrison, I missed 30 games, so uh, I think I had a, had enough rest rest to be able to play those back-to-backs, so uh, – I, I, I plan on playing both uh, ends of the back, the back-to-backs that we have. All right, that is uh, Anthony Davis right there. Lakers handle the Orlando Magic one fourteen to one hundred three. How good does it feel to just hear Anthony Davis? Don't you guys all just want to hear more of Anthony Davis? AD here, been out for thirty games. 
by the way, this is his third game back, by far the um, best game that he's had for the Lakers so far. And of course, all this is just going to be predicated on what? One thing, prepping for the playoffs. That's it. At the end of the day, that's all we're really um, waiting for. That's all we're really hoping for is that, okay, Anthony Davis, LeBron James, everybody's healthy and ready to go for the uh, for the upcoming playoffs. So Lakers now 36-25 and 25 on the season. I did mention uh, next game coming up for the Lakers. Wednesday, 4.30 is tip-off. 3 p.m. is uh, the pregame show. A uh, quick thank you here, Rebecca Womble, Curtis Poindexter, and Jesse Lopez. Uh, Travis and Sliwa show coming up next. Thank you for tuning in. Pizza at Lakers postgame show on 710 ESPN.